Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. For tonight is Mike Therapy's Beast Mode, and I am Solomon la, 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 Rumble with my f- wonderful, amazing hostess, Panther. Hello? Hello, is there anyone on the line right now? You have Lady Piranha. Hey, Lady Piranha, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. <laughs> is, uh, is, is that amazing panther on the line? Yeah, I'm here. I couldn't get in for a minute, but I'm here now. My apologies. We were having some major technicals right quick on this boy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was me. I'm like, what? What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Thanks. Tonight hey, everybody. is just going to be fun. Hey. We're going to have a ball in this building tonight. Now, since you two lovely, beautiful, amazing, exciting, 
exuberant and all those other good things mixed in with some pineapples. Well, not for you because, you know, you're allergic. But, uh, you know, some grapes. Everybody like grapes. Who's allergic to pineapples? Oh, you're not quiet? Mm-hmm. You weren't supposed to tell everybody I was allergic to pineapples? <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to strawberries. If it makes you feel any better. Yeah, grapes is safe then. We can do some grapes. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Oh, yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations for your first feature at BRPP. And also, congratulations for your second feature that is next Monday with your sister, Tarina Butterfly Brown, Lady Scorpion. That's going to be amazing. Congrats. Oh, and congratulations, Panther. Panther. Yeah, or... Congratulations. Thank you. For your feature next Monday on Mike Therapy Peace Mode, where you will not be my co-host. It will be Piranha. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we're going to do it big next Monday. Oh, your yeah, Monday about to be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Monday about to be dumb. That's what's up. So which one of you lovely ladies at this point? Would like to spit a piece right now because I'm ready to eat. I mean, I'm ready for y'all to eat, and you know, I could go. It's gonna be something all day. All right. All right. Constantly at war within my own perception. External problems manifest like plagues, drowning my demons in light and resuscitating them to resurface because fear is more defined than the love I felt for a friend. I lost my sense of self, for what goes up will surely come down as my dreams and reality collide. I feel my mind commit the ultimate sin, suicide. I died last night with blood-stained tears. Breaching, leaking slowly from the surface of the soul, trying to regain consciousness. My morality was nothing for selfish you are, but it's okay. Your fears will no longer haunt me. The efforts I put forth meant nothing. I should have known from the start it was never worth it. There's a difference in bleak means and true colors. For your very being doesn't even measure the bars, black and white. More hollow if you can understand You hold no weight So the bullshit you subliminally Documented within your own mind That turn into the verses of your own Emotional mass murder Are just as fake as your surface tongue Yet you take pleasure In killing dreams Because you're too afraid to face your own Through my mind You will no longer roam Panther Team hungry And eat Mm. Thank that's you. A, I love that piece. Thank you. That's old. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I remember mm-hmm. that. That was one of my favorites. I like that. Thank you. Very great heat. That didn't eat. <laughs> now, the next runner-up in the Smash the Peace Theater will be, I love them first come, first served individuals. Ashley KK, KK, or I can go. Lay it down, darling. Breaking those walls. I turn down the light. I turn down the bed. Turn down these voices. Inside my head, I lay down with me. Is there me no lie? There's nothing like that feeling of security, that closed heart feeling that only you two know. Stories that you've told behind closed doors, holding secrets and dreams, fingers intertwined in a bed she's screaming. I know you're there for me. I want to uplift my heart and let you swim within my soul and sin. How can you stand to be in my pure presence when it is so flawed and distant? He whispered to me, you have that beauty that's more than skin, it's bone deep. Your voice is so strong, yet soft, and it covers me. And those eyes have stories you have yet to tell me, but why? Why are you afraid to let someone inside be gentle? I'll be gentle, I promise not to break a thing. A smile crosses my face. I say, everything has been broken or stolen. The only thing you can do is come in and refurbish. Try and pick up broken parts without cutting your hand. I turn my back then. He embraces me. Our emotions collide. My heart says, tell him, leave you be. But my mind says, never mind. I'm in a bind. His embrace is strong, backspot, and my guard is heavy with a bulletproof vest and a semi-automatic 45. I've never been in this place. Afraid to taste just a little faith, so I give in to him. Opening my heart so he can swim within my soul and sin. Gathering my dreams and deferring them, making them seem reachable. There's nothing wrong with wanting to love is done correctly. We climax within them bed sheets. Fingers in the twine screaming, I need you to break this wall. It works both ways. His guard is going down and so is mine. There's nothing like that feeling of security, that closed heart feeling that only you to know Lady Piranha in Mm. Wow, what you doing? What you do that deal like that when you do it like that, that deal? <laughs> that was immaculate. I loved it. Thank you. Welcome. And we'd like to give a special shout out to your big sister, Hello Tigress, in the chat room. Boom, I see you. Hey, Seth. <laughs> hey, Tigress. <laughs> and we have the general, Coyote, in the chat room as well. General. Hey. <laughs> Never say it like a Cuban, the general. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So at this moment, we're just, you know, we're just kicking it. We're just hanging loose. I'm going to ask one of you, wonderful ladies, it has to be a musical piece. But you pick a song title and I'll spit a piece about it. Love. Yeah. Love. Love. Yeah. Let's love everybody. Let's love each other. <laughs> okay. All right. You said love. All right. Love. I used to only think that you was a four-letter word until you touched me within between my skin layers. You made my heart skip 16 different beats like I was playing down the soundtrack to a soul. Love when you whispered in my ear. I never had a voice like that to stimulate every part of my thought process in years, but you sung to me. You sing me wet lullabies that turn into sweet daydreams, so it seems that I fell it for you. But you told me, don't fall because you want to lift me up. So every time that I slipped and tripped, you picked me up. That's why I say that love, I like the way that you lift me up. You the one that get me up. And when people try to stab me in my back, you pull the blades out my back. You said they can't stick you up because I'm with you. So love. I know sometimes I use you without knowing what you really mean. And you said, why you keep using me and smoking me and inhale? And exhaling me out just like a fiend, but you know me. You know me, but you know that I'm not that type of love that you really want. You want that lust that you really ask for, not me. That's what love be having conversations with me, but I say love. You looked at me differently. In this strange land, I felt like Alf. I felt like I was out of space, but then you put the smile that's a permanent expression upon my face, and it was love. So I call you Heaven's Grace because you're the one that guide my steps as I walk pace by pace. Love. You make me want to go wild and sing song and melodies like music soul child, but you like, no, nah, I just want you to listen to me. Love is more than just a word, you know, I am expression in its finest. When you look at me, I want you to smile and hold out your hand and bow your head because you need to respect me because I am one of the finest symbols that you could ever understand in this entire planet because I lock it down just like the Tenth Commandment. I am what you need. I am love. And I come to you without any conditions, any sidetrack or sideway views. I love you even when you don't love you because I am love. And the uh, author and the finisher of your faith, the one that keeps you safe, that shows you how great you can be, is me, because he is love and I am him. So, you know, I express myself with love. So when you say you love somebody, you want to hold their heart. Fuck just holding their hand, because that's just a failed imitation of understanding their soul. Do you understand? You need to love. You need to love like I do. And if you don't have the right, the right visuals of love, just look at the way that I love on you. And eat. What's beautiful? I love that. Love again. I love that. That was beautiful. 
love so true. Hold your heart, not just your hand. Mm-mm. Got that heart. Ooh. Hmm. Reach out, grab that heart right there. <laughs> that's a big skate. Love you too. This is so wonderful. See, we call this. This is the old school when it was just us. Now we ain't care. We ain't even care. And I don't even care. Oh my goodness. Is that. Is that. Hello, Tiger. Hello. <laughs> hey, sis. Hey. You you know we you know we love you, Tigers. Yeah. You know, you know you're loved. We love the <laughs> love that loves you and loves it back even more than it loves you because we love you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too. Look at how you smile. See, I can see them dimples, girl. I see them dimples. <laughs> you got to tell nobody. I can see them. What you doing? <laughs> you doing? I know you got peace for us, girl. You, I know you got peace. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to read. Okay, <laughs> let me help you. I'm glad you didn't know. Didn't <laughs> what you mean you don't know what to read, 44? <laughs> hmm? I'll wait. Um. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold up. I just got so many right here, I just don't know. Hold up, hold up. Hold on, hold on. All right, I'll just read this one. I'm under pressure right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to read this with the old one. Okay, here I go. She is back in full effect. She will shake your mood and get you all wet. Her wordplay will slay or trickle your mind. She gets sweeter than nursery rhymes. You will be drawn in slowly, then eaten up over time. This is not an introduction. She was under reconstruction. Some new lines she will be busting. She seeks her prey. Look at them gleam in her eyes. You may get compromised. Tigress is back on the rise. First she came out with them hungry eyes. Did she realize she needed more inside? Her inner beast wants to eat. Now she's part of the hungry team. It's time to eat. Targeted, targeted eye vision, assuming the position. She may creep or leap. Either way, she will devour that meat. Her ink spills like claws on a bloody grill. Are you ready for a body invasion? without being touched, or just a little poetic persuasion, love, erotic, or inspiration. 
her pen brings that fire without manipulation, just a little mind stimulation, new beats with heat. Tigress is back on the scene and eat. Oh, that was hot. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> when did you do that? When did you write that? I had last year. No, actually, wait, 2013 I wrote it. <laughs> I one of your hidden pieces? Huh? Is that one of your hidden pieces? <laughs> No, I think I I might have. I don't remember. No, I don't think I hit it. I just kind of, uh-huh. uh-huh. you know. Never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad I got pieces like that, too. <laughs> I thought I read it once, once at least, but maybe not. I don't remember it. Guess what we're doing tonight? What are we doing? What y'all doing? We're doing uh first ever impromptu. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat for this. <clears throat> Three way feature. At the same damn time at my therapy. Oh. Wow. Okay. Mm. And you're one, and you're one, and you're one. April. I'm one? Yes. Oh. You're one. At Piranha, you're doing double work today. You won, too. Hold it on me. And if the General Coyote could get in, he would be number four. I like to do experiments. Now, you ready for this experiment? After going to my... I'm about to sell you a car voice. Tonight we are going to feature not one, not two, but three. Three fabulous, powerful, productive women. One is the CEO. CEO. Let's say it slowly. CEO. Of Honey Drip Radio's Enterprise Organization, the Word of Mouth Magazine. She is all that and then some in a bag of chips. I would like to introduce to some, but to all others, you will know her name and scream it out loud in front of your people, your friends, and even your boyfriends and girlfriends. We don't give a care. You're going to say her name. April and Donnie Crenshaw, a.k.a. Tigress, a.k.a. Bad Mother. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> well, how are you doing today, April? I'm doing good. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your highs and lows, your ups and downs? What made you feel like a woman when you first wrote your first erotic poetry? How did it make you feel? Did it make your toes twinkle? Inquiring mind would like to know. Well, it didn't make my toes twinkle. It probably made others' toes twinkle, but um, 
it's so good to express myself the way I want and feel free to do it. That is what we like to hear. Do you hear that, boys and girls, children of all ages? I mean, no, we have to be adults <laughs> to be on this show. But, you know, you like to hear she expresses herself. She does not care what people think because you don't make or break her. That is what, what do you want to say to the female artists of the world that are poets and authors and musical sensations across the nation? What can you tell them? What advice as a woman, as a boss, as just everything that a man could desire as a queen? What can you tell the women to strive for right now as an artist in today's age of 2015? I can just tell them to stay focused, stay on your grind. Don't let distractions take you off your goals and your dreams and just do it. And when is your multi-platinum book and album coming out? Oh, my album is out, my book. Um, I'm working on it. I'm thinking I may do a book to the um the CD, Tigers Unleashed, and I may do one other one. But I haven't put it together yet. I have enough work to put both of those together. So just look out for that. It may come out soon. I just haven't started it. Well, I have gotten from a little birdie told me that you should do a DVD of Tigers Unleashed. A DVD? Yes. Oh. Okay. All right. And a little buddy also told me that if you do decide to make a DVD, sponsors will come out of somewhere. I'm I'm not going to say the air, but they're going to come out of somewhere, and they're willing to support your goal because your CD has went into the hands of I cannot disclose upon this radio station at this time. Someone who is interested, and I do mean someone as in House of Daggers. So, yes, a DVD was put out there, and they told me to personally deliver that to you on your interview of your part of this interview. Oh, okay. Well, that's something I will have to work on. Now... Now, here goes the nitty-gritty questions. <laughs> we, at the, we, at this audience, at this station, we have, we have heard that you and the lovely Panther are sisters, and that y'all have went through the trenches together to create this empire that, that is spanning more than people fail to realize. And... Mm. Tell us about the first collab that you two did together, and how did it make it? How did it make you two feel working together on your very first collab? Our first collab, it it was good actually. I think our first collab was part of a, I think it was like four of us, and I think that's how we kind of met. And it was good, nice working with her then, but we we. We've gone much deeper since that first class and looking things up a little bit. I can't even think of the name of the first collab we did. It was um, with me, her, Mark, and I think Antoinette. I think you helped us link up. 
I think her name is Antoinette. Yeah, see, I, uh, my name is uh, Bartholomew. So <laughs> I technically did not help you, but I know a guy uh, named Solomon, and he told me all about this. But I am Bartholomew. <laughs> oh, okay, Bart. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's okay. <laughs> if you mess with my name, you can just say Bart. Say Bart. Okay, Bart. <laughs> I thought our first collaboration was me, you, Judah, and Black Widow. No, there was a collab we were supposed to do, but it didn't happen. I, I think, and somebody was missing from it. I thought that was like three years ago. I know it was. Uh, that was when we were in a circle, I think, or something. Uh, it was a while. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, we've been hearing about these Daddy's Girls, the series, the series that started from one that has already gallivanted all the way into seven, and I think you're working on eight, but that was from a little buddy that told me, and I don't know how credible the information they gave me, but I'm just giving the people what they want to hear. <laughs> well, that is correct. We have done one through seven. Eight is in progress. Yes. I heard it was very mentally stimulating, arousing, and it set breaths to wait to exhale and inhale at the same damn time. So we at Blue Swag Global are so happy, and we appreciate you because I also heard from a little buddy that you were not only, you're one of our founding members, one of the first in Team Hungry, and then your sister came close behind you, and then they added on with the trifecta, which is Blue Swag Global herself. And we at Blue Swag Global, we appreciate all of the dedication and the honor to the arts that you have admitted and submitted to the people in the cyber world and in the real world and in life. Wow. Thank you, Bert. So we decided <laughs> that we can't we can't just interview you. Well, we can, but we will, but... We have to get you and your right arm together to make a full body. So we had to get you and the beautiful panther at the same place at the same time to ask these same questions to make sure that the whole cybernetic world really understands and you really need to download this because this is an exclusive interview. People, I'm watching you. I bought my glasses today. (laughs) And we were also told... Not only that, that some individual, I think you know her. Her last name is Webb. Um, that a mysterious ticket is going to appear. And when this mysterious ticket appears in the mail, she's going to receive it. And when she receives this mysterious ticket in the mail, it's going to say Syracuse, New York. Hmm. I can't hear that, right? Huh? 
the web check. She's has she's no longer. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you got to justify. And we also heard that when this mysterious ticket comes by and she receives this ticket, that the president, yes. By the way, hold on one second. Do you would you like any caviar? Would you like any steak? Would you like any seven up cake? Would you like any candy? Would you like what do you desire? We have waiters. We have people who bring you champagne. Or do you want to get a little down and dirty? We got cornbread, we have macaroni and cheese, we got the down south food, we got and no, you up north. We got enough food for you too. You east coast. We got high wall cornbread too, if that's what you want. We want you we want all of you to feel comfortable because we're really gonna get in depth with you. In this interview, because you are the twin titans of Honey Drip Radio, the twin titans. But I also heard that you also have this guy they like to call Beast King Coyote. You know the one that says "Ow." You heard about mm-hmm. him also. <laughs> we heard about mm-hmm. that. You know that guy they say Beast King because you know he's from the up north, but he's still from the south. You already understand. You know Michigan and this bit. You know <laughs> we already understand about him too. <laughs> but we just want to talk about you two right now, if y'all don't mind. Okay. We want to get into the just the, the naked truth. In the next five years, as the twin towers of Honey Trip Empire, do you see y'all going beyond just the cyber world into the television world, into the filming world? Where do you see y'all going? The twin towers of Honey Trip Radio in five or less. Years. I see this going wherever God takes us. Exactly. We're going to go as far as we can, do as much as we can to get the word out, to live events, to go in a different state. We're going to do it up. And that is uh, what we love and we needed to hear because we heard how impactful you are. Now we're going to get real nitty gritty with Panther. While we, you know, do you need a pedicure? Do you need a massage? Do you need a shiatsu? We have that machine for you. For you, Tigress. No, I mean, that's for Tigress. We're going to have stuff for you in a minute. Okay. (laughs) Now we're going to get to the president. Yes, we heard the two were announced the prestigious position as president of Honey Drip Radio. How did that make you feel when you first found that out, Panther? I was very, very honored that I got chosen with such responsibility because, you know, um, (laughs) I have a little bit of a short fuse, (laughs) but I'm doing good. She's doing good. She's hold, she's holding it together. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> yes. We heard we heard from a little table called House of Daggers that she has a short fuse but she has the resilience and the stamina of ten thousand robots. So with that, we already know that you are meant to be the cream of the crop. No matter what happens, you're gonna to rise to the occasion. Why? Because you're a panther. And we didn't really want to cuss that much in your interview, but, you know, shit gets real in the hood. That is motherfucking Panther. Black Lioness, you bitches. Bars, ho. Honey Drift Radio, Team Hungry. Yes. 
<laughs> now what? Let's talk about your bars. Your family. Your bars. We wanna hear we wanna hear about bars. Bars is where I started. It's a small poetry group where um the CEO Ryan Sherman he runs and his vision was to create a family out of poets instead of just a regular group where people come in and just post their poems and leave. He wants he wanted to unite the people, you know, make them friends and later family. We get a nice good bit of crazy <laughs> crazy people that are together that love each other. <laughs> So his mission was accomplished. <laughs> that is amazing, you see, because a little birdie told me that quite a few members of Team Hungry are actually in bars. So we want to think, get in-depth TMZ because of bars. I think everybody's a, in bars. A, a lot a lot are. Mm-hmm. That's where I met you. Well, yes. No, you met met the other guy. Well, it's nice to meet you. I heard you have very soft hands, just like Charmin. Charmin. Oh, you missed the whipple now. I mean, that's what I heard. Like a little birdie told me. But I gotta get with that little birdie because my hands ain't soft like Charmin no more. If they was. Oh, okay. Little birdie, stop telling such falsehoods. This is a nice people. Now, we're going to get into the, when is the very first time I want the day that you knew within yourself that you loved poetry? Me or Tyre? No, she's getting a a full body massage right now. We're talking to... (laughs) (laughs) When is the first time that I realized that I loved poetry? I probably say seven years old. Did you say seven? Mhm. That is a very powerful number. The number seven. I know. And the studio audience would also like to know, since that was the first time you you knew that you loved poetry, what was the best poem to you that you ever wrote? Ever. We don't care what day it year it was, what time how old you were, but just the one you felt in the deep inside your loins. That when you said the piece, your rib cage was like, hum The best poem that I ever wrote was a dedication to my uncle that passed away. Nobody's ever heard it. It's in my first book though. Did you hear that, studio audience? That was the very best poem that she ever wrote. And it made sense because it poured all that was in her out of her to deliver it on paper in such a way that is magnificent. And by the way, since that is in your first book, and not too many people know about your first book, where can we get your first book? On com under Lipshin's Kiss. 
And by the way, since it's under Lipson's kiss, I heard from three little birdies, two midgets, and there's one donkey named Jim that you have <laughs> a couple other ones. Yeah. I have deja vu. I keep them dreaming. And, um, forest passion. And all of them are available for purchase right now? Yes. Lulu.com. I'm getting ready to retire all three of my books and merge them. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that, audience? Did you hear that, General General Coyote? This is recorded, right? It's recorded? Damn it, I said it's recorded. Yes, okay. Maybe I have to get rough in this bitch. She's about to retire them, then combine them into something that is astronomically phenomenal. I can taste your books in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get paper cuts on your tongue. (laughs) I'm I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) Now... When did you, when did you first, we wanted to know this, when did you first realize that your poetry moved people? Who was the when first I, person that really when, liked your poem? Um, My cousin Donnie, actually my three amigos, my cousin Donnie, my cousin Tuan, and my um, my cousin Robert. They were like my biggest support when I first started writing. Harder. I started writing more aggressive when I was coming out. Oh, okay. Now that is so wonderful because we've heard from this other little birdie about about your cousin, the rap star. Which one? We heard he had bars. Which one? All of them. We heard they all have bars. They said they have more bars than cell blocks. <laughs> I, have, I have a couple cousins that got mad bars. Um, my cousin, Big Life, he's the um, number one rapper in Pittsburgh. Um, my other cousin, R.O., he's a pretty big rapper. And I had a couple other cousins that rap and do poetry. So is it needless to say that you come from a background of arts that is in your blood? <laughs> yes, my my family is very artistic. Um, we draw and poetry, musicians, sing. We do kind of a little bit of everything here and there. That is damn good. <laughs> You don't know how solid I'm looking at you so solid right now. Why are you turning your face away? Stop turning your face. Look at why you don't want to look at me, Pastor. Oh my goodness. You should see her, folks. She is smiling so hard. Oh you oh you want that massage that that April getting, huh? Huh? You want that massage tiger's getting? All right. In a moment you'll get the full works too. Alright. In a in a moment. Now, we also heard from another little birdie 
Yes, we have we have a pigeon coop, so we have a lot of pigeons. Mm. <laughs> we heard, but I'm just saying that you're going to be along with Tigress, along with other members. In the documentary about Team Hungry, what do you think about that? Well, I think it's wonderful. It's going to be a big thing for us, for us all. It's important too. And that's what the the audience. When I talked to the audience, the audience was like, "Well, who is Team Hungry?" And then I was like, "I would ask." The founder, but the founder, he, he, he working out. He's trying to run across country. So I said, I can get the vice president and, and a couple of members to let the world know what's really going down. But what makes you, this is what I want to get to. That's why I'm getting close to you. I'm getting close to you. I'm holding your hand. Hold my hand, Pastor. Hold hold my hand. You don't want to hold my hand. Put, we in the studio. You don't want to hold my hand up. You know what? We're going to talk about this later. I'm holding your hand. Sheesh. Okay. What makes you a panther? What What makes you panther? Like, when you spit a piece, and I've heard you say it, panther, team hungry, and eat. Like, you say it with such, with such bravado. Like, you say it like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> what makes me panther? It's the way I eat that mic. Can't nobody eat the mic the way I eat the mic. I eat it like a panther. I pray I stock it. <laughs> I come with kill and I eat that bit. <laughs> I am. Now I'm gonna let me clear into the camera when you look into my face. She said, "I eat that mic. Can't nobody like me. This the legs. I'm still a lady. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm having a studio right now. You should really be here. Now, Panther, we are so thankful for you. For you." Giving us the honor to feature such beauty. Now, since you, we're not finished with you, or April, but I know that you've been looking for this massage. I got this one dude named Mandingo, right? What's his name? Mandingo. I I don't know, but like, we ordered him online. We we met your specific we met your specifications. He has lips. So we got you good. It's six of them, and they're willing to do whatever you want. At least until the end of the show, then they got to go home. They're all chocolate? <laughs> yes. Okay, we're cool. Uh, now we're going to get back. Not See, they're, they're going to be, you know, relaxed enough to, oh, yes. And we have, just for you, because I heard that you like pork chops. So we got you some pork chops for you. Yes, Panther. And it says on the plate, these are Panther's pork chops. And we bought you a black lion. Don't ask me how we got this entire black lion in the studio. <laughs> I don't want 
the Let's gaming commission after us. I'll, I'll, I'll eat everybody's pork chop. That's we thought you would say that. That is why we got the same pork chops that you cooked, but we oh, rewrapped them, aluminum foil, and brought them to the studio for you. <laughs> Don't oh, eat my ass, dude. That's for sure. <laughs> Now we're going to the up-and-coming, up-and-coming, super-duper-star Lady Piranha. Is it Lady Piranha? Or should I just say eat him up? Hmm? <laughs> Lady Piranha. That's why I am tonight. How are you doing? Welcome to Blue Swag Global. I'm one of what? your hosts. I'm Bartholomew. You may call me Bart. And we heard so much about you. Miss Flintstone. Can I say Miss Flintstone? I know I can say Miss Flintstone. This is my contract. I can say Flintstone at least five times. <laughs> well, that was four, so I can't say. No, that's three. All right, that's three. See, my the studio man, he helped me realize it was three. So I'm going to save my other two. <laughs> when was the first time poetry embraced you, Lady Piranha? It personally embraced me after my brother died. And it embraced me like with open arms, and it was like something I went to to express my feelings about my brother passing away. And we at Blue Side Global, we we understand the sentiment of losing a loved one. Thank you. And we say rest in paradise to your brother. Thank you. Thank you. Now, since you're not technically a nuclear on the block because you've been doing poetry ever since you can moonwalk, people don't even know you can moonwalk. You know, we got this one video when you was moonwalking with this one dude with his jerry curl. I don't even know why he had jerry curl because he ain't even old enough to be with the one with the jerry curl. But when you was moonwalking, you tried to hit roll, you tried to hit roll, then his old body got fucked up. I was like, damn. <laughs> we had that video, right? Mm-hmm. And we had that video, we saw, we saw spectacular. We saw your eyes, we thought it were fake. Yes, we thought you had contacts. Yes, we did. <laughs> so we we had to find out the this the very crust until we saw you do a live performance, and when we saw we 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 yes I'm French damn it when we saw you do a live performance on the stage we were captivated by how much you demanded stage presence, yes. and then we actually saw you in a Wonder Woman costume. Why do you like to wear Wonder Woman? Okay, see, this is, like, a thing I had. So, like, when I was um, first started performing, everybody was like, you know, what's your thing? Like, why do you write? Why are you a poet? So I decided to be Wonder Woman because I'm like, I save people one poem at a time. So that's where the Wonder Woman costume came from. Did you hear that? I bet you it's people out there in the studio audience that didn't know that Wonder Woman says people one poem at a time, and her name is Ashley K. Mother Effin Lee, a.k.a. You better say her damn name. It's Lady Piranha. I'll fucking kill you. I ain't playing with you, little bitch-ass motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, I was in a moment. <laughs> now, how oh many stage performances have you actually had? So far? So far, I've done over 100 stage performances from Texas all the way through Michigan. Um, I did one in Canada when I was like 14. 
So I've like been a little bit of here and there. I've done a couple on military bases with my brother being in the service. So. So in the stage performance, you are well versed in the art of captivating the audience, bringing them to attention of your piece, and then laying it down. Oh yes, like I came from like um, what they call street poetry, which I didn't know that's what they called it. I just did my thing. I came from like the whole, you know, doing it outside on the play yard, or you know, just sitting on my uh, steps, gathering everybody, you know, um, on my block and just doing poetry. I like came from that, so to go from there on a stage wasn't too big of a transition, and then from that to radio, you know, it's just like a safe haven for me. I was like, cool, I just get to do this more, so. Wow, that is amazing. People, I'm just this little old fish swimming swimming in this ocean of poetry. You know, I'm just a little old me. Well, you know. We have a... Uh, what we're going to do at this moment, I have a special surprise for you. Oh, okay. And a special surprise for you is I'm going to let my little brother spit a piece, and I know you haven't heard him spit a piece yet. Oh, I would absolutely love that. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? All right. All right. Y'all do know who I am, right? Yes. Yes. heard of you. All right, I'm Jason. All right, and this is called Beautiful Are the Feet. Blessed are the feet of those that carry the gospel. This is one thing I never understand. Why do they reject this and act so hostile? That gold ring they reach for shall dissolve and turn to copper. Yet they ask, how have they robbed God? Between them that serveth God and them that serveth not. Our righteousnesses are all as filthy rags. But yet the Lord still loveth his lad. Yet we run to and fro, stop and go. One, sometimes we act like we don't know, but yet we still do. But yet how can we turn to the fullness of our manhood if we don't follow you? In peace. A little bit revised, but yeah. very nice. That was actually very nice. I enjoyed that piece. Better. All right. I was just one I had for the day. You know, I'm going to pass them off once you're ready. Yes, yes, yes. Now, what did you feel about that piece? I thought it was absolutely, like, creative and, and really captivating. I was like, ooh, where's he going to go with this? Like, it was, it was wonderful. Now, I heard that you're doing a lot of things in Flint. Tell us about those things and those activities and those different varieties that you have going on in Flint that have to do with the woman they call Lady Piranha. Yes, yes. I am affiliated with Unity News. 
they are news by the people for the people. Um, they cover everything from shootings to uh, festivals that we have here, to arts events. They cover the stories that the news either tell halfway or just don't tell at all. That's what they cover. And I'm actually like one of their um, spokeswomen for their station. Um, I also write a couple things for them. I edit and run their um, web page they have um, through Facebook, you know, I do that thing with Unity News and Artistic Division. I'm affiliated with them. They're a photography and um, photographing company and actually do wonderful work in the community, um, you know, with the youth and, um, you know, just covering uh, different events we have here. And I'm also working on um, starting my own little nonprofit organization here um, to bring poetry to, like, the youth and helping them express themselves because here where I'm from, the youth have no voice at all. Like, if they're not 18 and older, and even I'm, like, going on 20, I technically still don't have a voice here necessarily. So I want to open up a door where they can voice how they feel, you know, because I always say if we look through things through a child's eyes, we may see things a whole lot clearer than through our own. You know, I want to allow them the platform to... um, Show us what they see. Yes, yes, yes. You have done. You are just a. F- what can't you do? Th- that's what this audience wants to know. What can't you not do? Because to I me. I can't swim. <laughs> how can you not swim in your piranha? I'll wait. See, this is what it is. I can swim, but I can only swim for myself. I don't swim with a pack of piranhas. I'm like one piranha by myself. I have yet to swim with a pack. So once I swim with that pack, it's going to be a whole, whole different, you know, build part. I swim with a shark, though. I swim with a shark. Me and a shark are, like, real cool. We swim together, you know, in that ocean. And, you know, he has his own theme song. I don't think piranhas have a theme song, so i got to find one for me when I come around because, you know, when people see me, they're like, oh, cute little fishy, until I bite their finger off and, you know, they're mad at me. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we totally understood. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> now, we also heard that not only mm-hmm. about your Unity News, we've also heard about that you run not only the Beast Nation, Young Entrepreneurs, Yes. On top of that, you and the the brother that we like to call Beast King Coyote, the General, mm-hmm. that you two are partnered up in Beast Nation Radio. Tell us about that, and what do you have coming up the Beast Nation Radio? All right, the young the young Beast Nation program. Um, I'm gonna head over that, which is like really wonderful because I have the. I feel about the old and the young mixed in me, so like I work really well with everybody in there. Uh, we're on the rise with, you know, we have a musician in there. He plays the saxophone and the piano. We have rap artists, you know, poets, singers. Um, on the Beast Nation radio, um, I am Beast King Coyote. We are working on several platforms, one for the youth, uh, for artists 16 and under, and then we're also going to start doing um, a program where we're going to have a cipher, and we're going to throw out topics for the artists to cipher around, you know, whether you're a poet or a rap artist, and we're just going to do circle the show around that. 
And we have a lot of more shows coming in tunes. You know, I can't share everything because you have little burdens telling you all my little secrets. So I can't share everything with you. And um, I'm actually the vice president of Beast Nation, which is pretty wonderful. Um, I, my sister Jen, uh, she is the president of Beast Nation. So it's really wonderful. Um, her and I myself, you know, working together, uh, bringing the rise of the Beast Nation. Yes, we heard about that. And also, that person told me that I've asked too much about these names. He told me to remember the movie The Nutcracker. I don't know what that is. I didn't hear you. Come here. I didn't hear you. Yes, uh, what I heard mm-hmm. is that. What you're going to accomplish the beast nature yes. has not been done in 65 oh, no. years. That's what I've heard. And also, yes. I've also heard that if I ask you too many questions mm-hmm. from this phone call that I got, they said that, remember the movie The Nutcracker? Then they hung up on me. I don't know what that means. But I was scared. <laughs> yes, it's, it's true, though. I, I am going to do some things that's never been done before. I'm... I'm like one of a kind myself, so I have to bring that same feel to anything that I do. And yes, yes, I've been told that my tongue is has a mind of its own. So if you ask a question, you may be afraid of the answer you may receive. Whoa, you've made me shake in my tailor made uh, Stacey Adams. <laughs> now, whew. My studio audience, you have heard not one, not two, but three fabulous, amazing women that are going to be world changers in the near future. And when I mean near future, I mean next couple of days, maybe a week, maybe a month. They about to get it in. Now, I'm going to send you to the relaxation chamber so you can relax. With your sister's relaxing. And I'm going to ask, do we have any new callers on the line? And then I'm going to get back to all three of you. If you don't mind, don't hurt me. I'm fragile. Do we have any new callers on the line? If so, welcome to Mike Therapy Beast Mode. I'm your host, Bartholomew, but you may call me Bart. Yo, what's happening, Bart? Barty, what's good? What's happening? <laughs> oh, I was waiting on you to come. You know why we was waiting on you to come? This is Beast King Coyote, super genius with the giraffe. You already know the thing that's shaped like a banana, but it's too long like a freeway. You know, that's him. What's going on, everybody? This is John Hall, Beast King Coyote. How y'all doing up in here? It's therapy time. Welcome to Monkey Monday Madness. This type of energy is what we needed in the studio today because these girls are so impactful. They made my sweat want to sweat. They made me have to change my bow tie three times. I did not like it, but then I didn't want to tell them because I know that they're vicious. But since I know you're here now, this is our fourth interview of the evening. Peace, King Coyote. Yo, what's going on, Mr. R- uh, Bart? <laughs> I, and, and, 
Yes, yes. I'm telling you, he's not here this evening. But, you know, <laughs> we have some very serious, pulse-pounding, heart-wrenching questions that we're waiting for you to come in this building so we could get you to answer them. Oh, snap. It's about to go down. Let's get it. Question what, number what? one. Question number one, Coyote. One. I got one. I got a question for Coyote. Coyote, what's your favorite color? I don't know. I wasn't listening to you. You good though? Uh, clear? Oh yes. <laughs> this question is going to be for both. What What was the sensation you felt the very first time you tasted cheesecake? <sighs> we going there? <laughs> okay. Mm, cheesecake. <sighs> Look, I don't know what your kind of cake y'all like, but cheesecake is the most awesome shit. I'm sorry, I drifted. I can taste it. <laughs> can y'all feel it? It, it, it? The thought of it, just when they touch your taste buds, it just... <sighs> Next question, please. Next question. And our studio office, you, could, you should see... The studio audience right now, while you say, oh, I just heard that 10 women just passed out because they heard you say, oh. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. How long have you been doing poetry? I have been doing, I actually do, started doing music since I was like six. I drifted over to poetry when one of my family members had passed away. She had, she was trying to get me to <laughs> Do poetry, and my idea was, guys do poetry. I'm good. Mm-mm. <laughs> when she had passed away, when my family member had passed away, that's when I did a a little dedication piece to everybody in my family, and I've been doing it ever since. Hmm. And I've been doing it. Uh, I should say I've I've been writing poetry since I was I say twenty years old, but I actually got heavy into it in like two thousand nine. Hmm. Now, would you say in the next four years in the future, <laughs> could you see yourself as being having your own musical empire? Hmm. Actually, you know what I like? When it comes to music, I write music, I make the beats, I I help, and I try to inspire a lot of people over the years. Um, my idea is I like to be in the background. I like to let others shine, and I just sit back and just smile, enjoy enjoy the moment of um, basking in their glory. I do it for the oh. love. I do love, music is my first love. Poetry, (laughs) that's my mistress. Don't tell tell her I be cheating on her every now and then. (laughs) You hear that? This man is so honest, he's telling the studio audience that he has a mistress. And I don't know what her, I don't know how her name is poetry, but is she thick? I mean, um, (laughs) I mean, mean, um, disclaimer. She treats you right, right? You 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 gonna have to you gonna have to actually I was gonna technically I was gonna put her on the streets I was gonna prostitute her yeah I sure was 
But then again, she started beating me and putting me in my hole and everything like that, you know. So, yeah. Now, mm. I'm her prostitute. <laughs> so, the audience, did you hear that? Can we say this all together? He is a prostitute. Yes. Gigolo. Gigolo. But it's for poetry, though. So I don't think he can go to jail for that. He do something strange for a piece of some broken chains. You just understand that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened to me once. People were throwing quarters at me. Yeah, it kind of hurt it. Yeah, when it was throwing, you know, when I had them, that little quarter thing, you know, I started buying cups. I was like, oh, man, I had cups everywhere. I had cups in my pocket, cups on my back, cups in my sleeves. I had cups everywhere. He used to call me Cup Man. Well, wait a minute. No, this is about you, not me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's another story. We ain't going to talk about that. When you, when, when you speak, when you do your poetry, and you do your poetry at church, how does that make you feel? The very first time I did poetry was at church. It was a spontaneous thing, and my best friend had basically asked me to get up on the microphone talking to the preacher and stuff like that. When when I had when I had got up there and I had read my poem, um, felt it felt inspiring. It felt great, and I wasn't expecting to have a standing ovation right then and there. And from that moment on, I knew that uh. As far as touching that microphone live, I like to eat. Yes. Tell me about this. It's the saying that's going around on the streets that when members of Team Hungry, when they spit a piece, they say, in eat. What does that eat part? Tell us about the eat part, because I sure am hungry. So what's, tell us about that. What does that eat really symbolize to you? Well, if you... Team Hungry. Well, if you ask you, it all depends. If you ask asking John Hall, he's going to give you a different answer than Coyote. So that all depends on who you're asking. We're asking John Hall. Well, I can tell you that when I say N-E, I not only represent myself, but I represent my family. I represent not only Team Hungry, I represent Blue Swag Global Inc., I represent Eat Network, I represent HDR, but I also represent my heart, my daughter. When I say I and eat, it comes straight from my heart. See those words. See what we heard when we read your dossier and your and your bio. Even that one thing you did with the frogs. I ain't gonna tell them about them frogs. <laughs> that you really come from the heart. Like we we read a lot of your thoughts, and your thoughts are very mind blowing and mind stimulating. Let us just say that. And also, you have the ability to bring laughter and joy and blend in with everybody. We heard about about these little these I declare wars that you be having and then you begin to eat up repeatedly up on uh on the HDR shows and Beast Queen says where you got almost beat half to death, but we're not gonna talk about that right now because we're live on the broadcast, but you know, we heard about that. You heard you're a survivor. You're like Rocky after he got his ass whooped. So I was like, yes, he's still alive. And we heard about your hole. What's what's in the mysterious hole? Well, if I if I told you what was in the hole, I would have to kill you. I don't want to do that to you. I like you. I'm starting to like you, my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, but if you want to do a commercial break, because uh, we did not hear that. 
Most people did not hear such words. Commercial break. We are family. I got all my. I got a whole bunch of. Yeah. Now, back to you, back to you Bob. All right. Now, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sit you on the comfy couch with the cheesecake. Oh. And we got a special chef. And her name is Senorita. You have to say it like that or she's not going to give you a cheesecake. <laughs> I want my cheesecake. <laughs> now, while you sit back and relax for a minute with the rest of the lovely women, do we have any new callers on the line? If so, welcome to My Therapy Beast Mode with Bartholomew. With our four features, April, the wonderful Panther, the illustrious Lady Piranha, and the General Beast King Coyote. All the mics are unmuted, so speak freely, unlock your jaws, we'd love to hear from you. You don't have to be shy, it's okay. You be scaring people away. I'm Bartholomew. You should never be scared of me. I give you gifts. Mm -hmm. Cement's not gifts. Cement on your feet's not gifts. Oh. I like Bart. He gave me cheesecake. See, he got cheesecake. He got cheesecake, but I don't know about other people got bricks on their feet. I mean, you got mandingos in plural. (laughs) So I don't even know why you're talking. And they're cocoa. I, I got mandingos, but you, I'm just saying, you got to be nice to the audience. You don't scare them away. You can't be bricking people's feet and expecting. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's true. I apologize. She is right. Studio audience, I love you with an everlasting love. I will give you free cheesecake. Not his, though, because he might go crazy. But I'll give you your own separate cheesecakes while you're leaving the room and coming back in. Is, is, is that Okay. Now, you know Beast King John Hall. You know you're going to have to spit a piece, right? Sure. The microphone is yours. Sometimes I feel as though my heart will burst from wanting you so much. I can't explain how long I feel to see your touch, feel you next to me. There's no way I can deny the emptiness inside. I seem to hold it shred. The times go by swiftly. If I could merely hold you near for just a little while, if I could only see your smile, to have you look into my eyes and wait to hear you say something that would help me take this pain away, if I could only wait forever, I guess that's just what I'll do. For me, it won't. It will be worth it to finally be with you. This is John Hall, Beast King Coyote, and he. That was a lovely piece. Man, I love that coyote. That's so wonderful. Thank you, Piranha. Mm. 
now. Do we have any more callers on the line right now before we do this beast mode? Okay. Well, I'd like to give a shout-out to the goddess Tigress that had to leave. And she took her she took her shiatsu machine and everything with her, and that was cool. Love <laughs> <laughs> <Bobby> you, said. <laughs> now, and I do like this now, blueberries. Blue? 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 Yes, sir. Oh, man. Yes, uh, Blue? Yes, sir. How are you enjoying the interview today? I am absolutely loving it. I am over here so super excited. These four are being featured tonight. Perfectly tangled. Ah, that might be a little bit better. I was in an uncomfortable position. My apologies. I am. Uh, I'm loving it. Definitely. Oh, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally enjoyed that coyote. Uh was that John Hall? Yeah, oh, that was that Nah, that was John. Okay, I was also. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> totally enjoyed that peeps coyote, John. Oh, see, once you get once you get used to calling you one thing, it get kind of hard. And we switch back and forth so much, y'all know. So, you know, uh, I don't even know his name right now. That shark man, planet, planet man, global. Bart, Bart, you know, Bart, you, 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 yeah, Bart, Bart, you can call me anything in that big blue bubble of yours. I'm just saying. Uh, I don't say it like that, dog. Come on now. Oh, papa, I like it when you say it like that. Let's give me something now. <laughs> Get my big blue bubble all bursting out some hot things. Come on now. <sighs> yes, yes. It's Blueberries. We will be conducting at the Blue Swag Global Studio this beast mode with the if you would like to be a part of it, you're more than welcome. If not, it is also you're more than welcome because we love you at Blue Swag Global Studio because you give me my check. (laughs) But outside of that, no, we love you anyway. (laughs) But it's good that you give me my check. I'm going to check your mic every time I get a chance. You damn, you better check, 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 check. Hi. I love you. <laughs> now, would you like to, uh, we're going to be gracing it with, uh, with our wonderful, amazing, undeniably, undeniably delicioso young ladies and the beast King, the General, Coyote. Are you going to be in this beast mode? Yep. I'm hungry. Hmm. I like how you said that. <laughs> All right, so since you're hungry, you can be the first one. 
You're going to be the first one. Let's see. Piranha be number two. Panther can be number three. Blue, would you like to be number four or new? <laughs> sure. I love to eat. Woohoo. And that, the Blue Swag Global, the CEO of the big boss lady herself with her sex ed, she's going to be number four. And that will conclude that beast mode. Is it eat or die beast mode tonight? Or is this just beast mode, beast mode? Am I on mute? No. Check, check. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, I see Bart's over there. Bart's over there rubbing himself, so I think over there. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Will you marry me? I promise to always love you. Never place anyone above you. To be faithful and treat you like a queen that you are to be there for you, even even if I'm somewhere far. I understand we may not see eye to eye on things. We may not even want to speak to one another. But when I ask for you, your hand in marriage, that's forever in a minute. When I look into your eyes, I see someone who has my back, someone who will go the extra mile. That's someone who will fight for me, even if I'm in the wrong. I have an understanding that marriage takes two. When you accept a partner, as for better or for worse but you are accepting your partner for how they are. If I've never been so sure of anything else in my life, I know that I'm ready to put this ring on your finger and make you my wife. You can be my best friend, my lover, my supporter. For that, I will do anything for you. When I tell you I love you, it's not to keep keep a smile on your face. Those three words sound nice, I say. It's because I love you and expression of my affection. This is my. This is a dedication to my future wife. This is John Hall, aka Beast King Coyote, Indy. Your unborn child. Hush, little baby, don't worry. I'm gonna buy you my bed. And if that mockingbird don't sing, I'm gonna buy you a diamond ring. And if that diamond ring don't shine, gonna give you a piece of mine. Maybe I have a question. Though you are a blessing, you were placed unwillingly with me kicking and screaming. Am I taking the easy way out by 
speaking to you while you can't reply back. Honestly, yes, there's no use to lie. I know you'll ask, Mommy, where is Daddy? With tears in your eyes. Well, child, your father is a monster of the worst kind. Possibly one day he will mend up to his rich act of destroying a sacred place. Maybe Russ fueled his act of rage and hate, I mean, Dan, it was only our third date. He's supposed to be a man with a big heart and soul. Little did I know, turning that corner, I'd conceive you. He took me to the trash to treat me like trash, ironically. I wondered why you were given to me. What would I do as your mommy, I mean? There's some things only your daddy can teach you. I know how to tie your tie, even not shave a face. I know how to love you, but not love you as a man can show you. It didn't take a man to create you, but it will take one to raise you, love you, kiss those little boo-boos. Even though he wasn't the one who helped me conceive you, he is the one who offered a hand and heart to raise you. And if you're a boy, he'll grab you into a king like he and show you how to hold your head up high. And if you're his baby girl, he'll be your first love. Show you how a queen is supposed to be treated when you question me. Mommy, what is daddy? Honestly speaking, when this question comes about, he'll probably be in the kitchen sneaking, eating cookies before dinner is done cooking. So, baby. So, daddy, that mommy is watching. So, hush, little baby. Don't worry. Ashley Kaylee in heat. Now is the time where my soul and emotion shift. Should I talk you off as less love or as what is? Should I embrace this moment for what is? Should I fight these tears that are frozen solid on the brim of eyes shut tight? What if I tell you? Love is where I need be. Truth is where I stand clear from the confinement between lines so frail and out of this hemisphere. Lips kiss ever so passionate, yet poisoning the fibers of harmonious rhythms, almost in sync, barter and trading the hem of wandering souls link by link. Yet I sit quietly thinking, is the chapters of your revival as thick as the scales tipped while trapped in this gate set for her, not I. So tell me why must I relive each second loss in this haze to be considered as everyone has a confession. It's time to stand clear and speak loud or forever seek comfortability in the lies within consciousness. Hours, days, seconds, minutes equal nothing. But another moment to sit and bellow alone, quietly, yet so loudly, the echoes of this vortex lost sound deep within this poet's mind of complete nothingness. Panther, seem hungry and neat. I never know how to feel when someone gets upset with me for no apparent reason, lashing out as though I did them wrong when I did absolutely nothing, even not being present to engage in the exchange of a negative 
energies. When I'm submerged in my tsunami, I'm thrown under that bus once again by someone who says they're a friend. And I have no problem with learning that you're less than. I just don't understand the how I'm expected to care. All things work for God's greater good. We arrive with expiration dates, never knowing when, how, who, or what. Crazy how life goes. When you slow down and look around at the place we call home, hmm, this is temporary placement. We move about and flow adjacent to the sun, filtered by the breaths we breathe. We mustn't take it lightly. We have duties we must fulfill. So let's be our best us at all times, as the Most High called us to be. And for God's sake, let's figure out how to love one another, help one another. Doesn't mean I have to dig with you. Only means I have appreciation for the who you're true to. If I hate you, it wastes my time, space, and energies of positive juices flowing, and that disturbance is unnecessary. So when I'm mute, it's just mute, not hate, (laughs) working on me, a better me. Is anything wrong with that? And eat. And, and, and I would like to say that you group of wonderful, awesome, amazing artists, you just make Bart Bartholomew or Jay, I can't tell you my last name, or you'll have to pay me some money to make me smile. You know that? Make me smile, Blue. Aww. I'm glad you make me smile too. And my panther, my damn panther. I mean, not my panther. I'm borrowing you. I mean, you know, his panther. But he said I can borrow you for right now. My panther, my damn panther. You did that, girl. Thank you, love. And Lady Piranha, you bad mama. Shut your mouth. Talking about her unborn child. She did all that good stuff. That stuff was look like a freaking movie. That's Miss Flintstone. Flintstone. Ha ha, got one more. Flintstone. All right, that's enough. Thank you. And Beast King Coyote, the general, you was a general. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I'm also going to ask one more person to the audience today. We have an audience member who not only did feature the wonderful Lady Piranha, earlier this evening. Her name is Stacy Bryant. Welcome to My Therapy Beast Mom with Bartholomew at Blue Square Global Studios. Hello, hello, Bartholomew. <laughs> and all, uh, how are you? Uh, the show is fabulous. I just can't do Show the love and the typical peace. Hello. So well, my, oh, I welcome. Say, oh, and I have to say, Lady 
this one's got you cornered right there. Gotcha, gotcha. Finally, I want to say to you, I'm going to uh, bring you back next week. And like I told you, we're going to do a little duel featuring here with uh, you and Miss Serena, Serena Butterfly Brown. Oh, yeah. You dig? So it's going down next Monday on Mike, on the mic, on the Inkwell. You know what I'm about to say. My old show is entitled, my bad. But anyway, yeah, it's going down, so I, I have to redeem myself and give you uh, your proper feed, baby. So I'll see you next week. Oh, yes, of course, of course. It's all love. Even if it was 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes of love, so I really appreciate you. All right, I appreciate having you and everybody who came through showing support. And yeah, we're going to look out for each other. As long as we're looking out for each other, we can't lose, you know? That's no. right. Very true. Embrace the salute. Salute to you, Stacey, love. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys, you always make me laugh. <laughs> love you. My sister said to listen to my, this piece. Is, she was my muse on this piece. And so just a shout-out to my sister, Katina. Woo-woo. Say hi, Katina. Hello. All right, all right. We're going to title this one The Great Debate. Courageous stages of outrageous and extremely dangerous behavior disguised in courageous pages from the soul that rages. Caged emotions soak in bitter taste. What a waste. A horrible disgrace that your eyes no longer see my face. That someone has taken my place. Erased. I'm without a trace. The only thing between our sheets is the face. A sudden change of face. I'm not lost in this emotional race. Tracks of tears suddenly appear. Questions asked. Did you ever really care? Was there anything that would truly share? Truth or dare? Is this shit really fair? After all, you promised that you would always be there. When did love turn to hate? When did loyalty begin to debate? You said that our meeting was fake. You said that I was your soul. Now you stay out late. You cancel our dates. Our conversations no longer relate. The great debate. When did love turn to hate? I don't know how to deal with how I feel. Because you hurt me so many times, I don't know if there's room to heal. Because you made me question everything and if it was real. I would think that you would do whatever you needed to if I am the woman that you choose to pursue. Question, what if I did this shit to you? Would it be cool? I figure you would do what it takes to correct your mistake because how much more do you think my heart can take? I will no longer suffer your mistakes. The great debate. We have a life. I'm the same woman that you call your wife. Till death do us part didn't mean to rip my soul and tear my world apart and to throw a verbal dagger straight through my heart. When did love turn to hate? Agree. Debate. Building. You ain't no bar can do that, huh? I got soul. I got soul. Stacy Bride, you did a a wonderful, phenomenal, astronomical piece. I'm also going to ask the features. What did you feel about that piece? That was some amazing beat practice, so I really enjoyed that piece. Yes, that was a phenomenal piece. <laughs> what did you feel about that piece, Beast King Coyote? You better not be in your hole, because we're going to sell it on wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there thinking to myself, just never mistreat a woman that 
should be there for you for the rest of your life. That's what was going through my head the entire time I was listening. Hmm. Blues to the berries? Berries to the blues? Yes, sir. Miss um, Stacy, that piece was epic, gorgeously put, gorgeously written. Um, the great debate. <laughs> I can see this applying to so much more than just the marriage with the things that you say, friendships of all sorts. Um, how would you feel if I did that to you? I lure you in, make it all sweet and buttery, and then now I'm no longer around to even care about you. Like, if the roles reversed, what would you feel? And just the whole piece. I can't wait to hear it again. Salute, goddess. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I thank you so much. And yeah, I'm humbled, humbled, humbled. And I actually have some extended pieces to that. Well, I just started this. It was uh, they're entitled "Me and My Mind One and Two, and it's just a conversation about you know this same topic, even though it is you know still uh, relationship related. Uh, it, it, you know how you talk to yourself, girl. It ain't he ain't good for you, or girl. You know this and you know that. You know how your mind talks to you. So it's the whole dialect with me and my mind in both of those pieces, which in turn versus this one. And like I said, my sister being, you know, my talkative muse. <laughs> and so yeah, I'm really, I'm really pleased that you enjoyed that, and I, and it's my privilege to share. Thank you. Peace King, how did you <clears throat> uh-huh. uh, but <laughs> how did you feel about that piece? Well see, the way see she brings me back to the days when I was playing croquet and water polo and, you know, playing Cheerio and all that rot. Her de- her delivery is like a fem C. Her delivery is so much like a female M C. And she was speeding it up. You had to be like, it was like, I was like, she rapping. I said, she's rapping. She had, I had to open up my bottle of grapefruit pawn slowly when I heard that piece. I was like, slowly breaking the safety seal. This woman is a phenomenal, she's a phenomenal woman. She's a great artist. That is why I have the authority by the one they call Beast King, to say this live nationally on at Blue Swag Global Studios that the Beast Nation will be discussing a, an alliance with the Stacy Bryant brand. Stacy Bryant <laughs> brand. Get out of here. <laughs> get, her, get your mouth. <laughs> oh my God. It's my complete humbled, honored, all of the good words that go with anything heading toward optimistic approach to accomplishing future endeavors. And I, I, man, wow. Everything I am, I extend back your way and to each and every one of you on whatever level is needed by each of you. And so with that being said, thank you. And I'm, like I said, honored, truly. Truly. Yes, yes, he discussed it with me, so he told me to, to, to talk about the alliance on the recorded Blue Swag Global Official Studio. See, this this studio is so official, every damn thing, and it is blue. 
I got a blue suit with a blue crushed velvet bow tie. Yes, I said crushed velvet. It's still sweet. I'm Bartholomew. Don't play me. I'm a gangster. Oh, yes, and um, I'm the vice president of Beast Nation. We'll be speaking with you in 48 hours about the, about the, about the alliance. Yes, yes, yes. I will get with you in 44 hours. I mean, <laughs> that's what I said. After my own heart, <laughs> timing is everything. <laughs> you say not 48, no, 44. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I look forward to that conversation. Yes. Now, are you going uh, to hang out with us a little bit? Oh, hell yeah. I've got everybody listening, too. Hell yeah. I'm trying to get the homie to come speak because he's a cold freestyler, but he ain't feeling too well at the tummy, so I'm going to have to hit him up next Monday. Yeah, I got I actually got a recording of him. I'm going to shoot your way, and he's hot with it. And, and yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to get everybody out. Yeah, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. That's the only question you ask me. How are you next? I have another question. Yeah, I'm going to be here. <laughs> Yes. Did I hear in the Blue Swag Global official studio that someone else wanted to spit a piece? That what? Oh, I, I have, you know, I get so excited when I hear other people that I tend to go faster than initially orchestrated. So I'm going to break it down a little more like this. Is there anybody who said something that I quite or did not really hear that would like to spit a piece right now? Because Stacy's coming back with another piece. But I would like to get to hear if anyone else would like to spit a piece right now at this format. That hasn't spoken before. Or who would like to spit a piece that's a feature that has spoken already? Ooh, I got a piece. Do you have a piece? I do, I do, I do. Hmm. Okay, that's one. Now, Panther. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Is the, is the Mandingos treating you okay? Yes, they are. Now, when they, uh, you know, when they get done reupholstering, you know, the walls and things of that nature, That's would you, um, <laughs> I'm talking about a house. I don't know. Uh, this this is a PG-13 broadcast. <laughs> Never PG-13. I had to make it sound good. Dang. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, after Piranha, would you like to just spit a piece? Sure. All right, because I love when this, I love when sisters spit pieces and just go back to back and bang the shit out of the mic. See, I'm charismatic and I'm gangster. I learned this all from my Ebonics dictionary called This is How You Talk Negro. Nine ninety nine. Oh. Maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud on radio. Okay. Yeah. It's all yours, Miranda. All right. So this piece is titled uh, Suburbia. You want me to apologize for my light skin, blonde hair, and blue eyes. Why? 
because my ancestors captured yours. Don't you think I'm aware of the hate that passed through my veins or that your life seems to be worth less than a slain dog on the TV screen, yet you hate me? For something I had no control over, I didn't get to choose who has my skin color. My best friend is a caramel-skinned brother. I know I'm not telling you this to explain I'm not a racist, but I'm open-minded. Your narrow mind is subsided. Do you want the bitter truth? See, my people are Neanderthals. You all came to us like dark-skinned gods sent from above, bringing math, arts, and crafts, and truthfully, y'all taught us how to tap our women's ass. You enslaved us first, beat and treat us like dirt. We learned from you, then enslaved you. Using your own methods, we turned on you. Yes, it's true. The Bible says an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But to me, that just makes the whole world blind. It's not the tooth. But I'm not making a fucking excuse. My ancestors did whip and hang you, separate you from your families. 400 years of bullshit slavery, I admit it. But what are you gaining by hating me? 400 years cannot be replaced, nor an hour a day you spend in hate. I am white, blonde hair, and blue eyes. And if it were up to me, I'd be blue with multi-polka dots and striped feet. But I shall not apologize because I am not my ancestry, but rather a human trying to live in this twisted humanity. K.K. Belly in Eat. She set a fire under that one. I need another bottle of Grey Poupon. Did y'all hear that? (laughs) That was a phenomenal piece. I love when she spits. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. You made me pull out my silk handkerchief on that one. Oh, the silk. See, I like Now I gotta lay out the Egyptian cotton bed sheets. Ooh, hey, pa- hey, Panther. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got you a little bottle of that champagne. You know, that champagne and ripple. You know, just for you. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to have to pass because I'm about to do a spiritual piece. Oh, shoot. All right. I have alkaline water, I have oranges, and I have uh, apple pie. Okay. I'll take that. I'm going to do I'm Not Worthy of Your Heaven. Ready? Yes. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Faith is the fight, so meek to bear words stripped. Yet I was taught you for the most when you close your eyes and bow your head. As these words are said, dear Lord, forgive me, for I have sinned. I know not what I do in this earthly show. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. I'm in this dark place with demons plague upon the weak and souls so cold they confess to liberty or they cipher the silver lining for purity and I watch in a sickened silence 
Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. I don't want to tamper with beauty so refined, yet I have the urge to rape my own mind. Thoughts, the one wants to hear the evil that lingers in souls, dwindles in fear. My fingerprint might be elusive, but my heartbeat is old. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. I often dream of ungodly things, such as displacing his spleen and dancing in the streets in blood-covered memories of how he raped the purity in her soul. Why was everything snatched from me? And he's able to do what he's done. And three years was his sentence for a lifetime of pain. Disappointment, rage, and vengeance. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. Ain't to some, it shouldn't have been. I watched the son of a bishop, did you hear him say? Wait, Lord, for he is your son. For in your holy blood I receive light. And this is no longer who I am. You said, come, my child, and don't shelter any regrets. You're not alive in heaven yet. And on earth you are not dead, live. You can't hide your spirit, for it shines through your eyes. It radiates off your skin and draws the aura of new life. For you, I have died, so our Father will see there's more to you than me. For you were created in a vision so keen. It's okay, your mind can't grasp the vision. Even if the moon was your horizon at the eruption of love's final eclipse to live. Until you erase hate and washed away the hell that resides in every man. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. What if I, what if Tiff, you give your life to me and render your life to the prince and king of all kings? Forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned. I didn't think I was worthy of your heaven, but I see all you ever wanted was me. To deliver my heart to thee, so I come as I am, openly, humbled, and respectfully, as you comfort me in my heart, soul, body, and mind. I know now that I'm a part of something so much more, for I am now worthy of heaven. Panther, team hungry, and eat. You, genius, you. You are a genius. <laughs> Thank you. That that piece was that piece was so anointed, and it was so real. Like you are a genius, <laughs> and the delivery of it was Trey feet. Panther, you was a bad woman. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to take you out over alkaline water. Any great. <laughs> okay, I'll go. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good old fashioned piece. It was. I love that piece too. Like every time I hear you do that piece, it just it sits in my heart, and I'm just like, ooh, ooh, I hope you read that piece. And when you read it, it's just like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's so wonderful, like. And the way you present it, like, nobody else could do a piece like you. Like, it's 100% chance, and I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, Panther. Yes? Panther, I'm just This is Daisy. I'm coming for you next. 
you. Be looking for an inbox for me from two weeks from today. <laughs> I will. Trust me, y'all, I got a master plan right here in effect. So just trust me, if you get an invite, just show up and do your thing. And at the end, watch what happens. I promise you, it'll be a day you want to be a part of and you will not forget. You dig? I, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so I'll be talking with you soon, this lady, okay? All right. <laughs> Told you I had a plan, didn't I, Panther? Mm-hmm. See, Bartholomew knows. My nose knows. I got a question for you. Yes. Are you going to do a piece tonight? Well, by following you, technically, I don't do poetry. Oh, is that right? Oh. But Bart does. <laughs> but by following you, technically, doesn't do poetry. I'm a host. That's what oh. I do. Well, can I talk to Bart? Because I'd like to hear some poetry from Bart. Well, since you are the feature, and as the host, I have to make sure the features are satisfied. I'll go get Bart for a minute. Now, Bart, get your ass up. <laughs> yeah? What? Are you want me to do a poem? Yes, my fine gent. Come alone to hear a piece from me. Okay. I got a funny poem. Huh? It's a weird one. Like to hear it, here it go. My mama told me that you was a whole. Tell me, baby, is that really so? My mama told me that you was a freak. Every night and every week. See, my... My mama told me that when she first saw you, she was like, no, nah, don't even even bother bringing this woman across my threshold because she'll bring a threshold of pain. But I guess that I was hooked and I was so chained and locked up with your body and your mind frame. I mean, literally, just your frame. I didn't even care about your mind, man, because my body was trying to maintain how, how many parts of your walls I could bang. See, I was in lust with you so much till I just wanted to touch with you. I just wanted to fuck with you. I mean, literally, I just wanted to fuck with you. But my mama told me that you was laid out more than Greyhound bus. And every time that I tried to talk about you, the discussion that we had to discuss, my mama was like, every time she heard your name, her brain was as spontaneous as you can bust, because all I could talk about is that I love her, when she was like, no, nigga, all you want to do is fuck. I was like, mom, why are you talking to your son like this? She said, I'm one of the realest women that you ever meet, and I know that woman right there is a bitch. I said, wow, why? She said, look at the way that she walked. She walked with the experience of a class gold digger, I mean class madam, I mean class courtesan. Yes, she walks like a slut. And most of the time when you're not around her son, she's around your boys trying to get money for a fuck. See, you trust anything that walks and moves that got a cooch. I look at her deep in her eyes, and the first time you water across my welcome mats, I called her a hooch. Not behind her back, in front of her back, just to let her know that you can fool my son, but you never fool me, you know? But I was like... No, nah, that can't be the case. I like her smile and grace. I just want to do so many different magical things. I mean, I wanted to glaze her face. That's how I was thinking, though. I wanted to hold her hand while she hold my hand. I mean, when she held my glove, when she was giving me that everlasting, you know, jack-off type love, I just wanted to fuck. But I said, 
I said, I just wanted to fuck. But I played it off that I was in love. But my mama was telling me and teaching me and schooling me. She said, this girl is not new to the game. You can check out her frame, and I guarantee you'll be the one that's fucked in this, and she won't remember your name. Don't bring her to my house no more. I don't want to hear about that garbage that she loves your son. I mean, love my son when I know damn well she's a hoe because only hoes that I know are the ones that you plug into the back of the house to wash the grass and flowers with. So as far as she's concerned, she's not welcome in this house. And if she calls me out my name one more time, mumble it out of her mouth when you walk away from me, I'm going to slap that bitch. That's what my mama said. I was like, Mom, for real? So you telling me that when I met her that I was going to be with her for the rest of my life? I mean, I thought really in my heart I'd be with her for the rest of my life. I even was making those arrangements saying maybe she could be the one that be my wife. And my mom was like, why do you keep saying that bullshit to me every single day and half of the damn night? You know damn well this woman ain't going to do nothing but just let you give her the pipe. And then as soon as she get all of your money, she'll be the main bitch you don't like. Because she'll be the first one to leave and you'll be the last one to go. And then you'll be crying out your ass like the way she did you, bro. But don't come around my house crying. Because I told you first, the first time that I saw her face, I said this woman is a disgrace. And she should be erased out of your black book, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. Every last thing that had anything to do with her, man, I told you. Mama's always right. And the way that she walked and the way that her mouth is so filthy, she don't even deserve you to give her mouth-to-mouth resuscitation with your pipe. But you want me hard, and you still ain't going to listen. And the last person that didn't listen to me got shot like Sonny Liston. I'm not saying it was me that got Sonny Liston shot. But because you letting your dick talk for you, that's how most brothers get caught. But Mama... Mama, Mama, what can I do? I said, son, just listen to the song one more time I say to you. And she was like, whoa. When she told me that song, she said, I ain't going to say that song. I'm going to let you say it for me. I said, well, when I say this song, when the song let me free, she said, as long as you understand the words that I'm saying, indeed, that you will finally be free, I don't want this bitch nowhere around me or anybody that's in your family. So I had to tell her on the answering machine. And my mama said, don't even walk up to her no more. Don't even talk up to her no more. Forget she ever existed, if you know what I mean. So I had to say, beep, you have one message. My mama told me that you was a whore. Tell me, baby, is that really so? My mama told me that you was a freak. Every night and every week. End message. And eat. Wow. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I'm in shock. I love that, though. I would <laughs> say you a bad, bad man. Why, thank you. That was a bright special. My mama told me. Mm-mm. What did you think about that piece, Panther? I'm at all right now. It's true, though. People need to start listening to their mama. Wow, everybody got church mouse quiet. What's going on? <laughs> it was a powerful piece. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Blueberries, you okay? 
Hell to the yeah, you got me over here hype. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Bartholomew. You something else, man. You something else. But I like the way you do that. You got the whole presentation is packed with fun and <laughs> draws you in. It's like, oh, my mama tell me you was a hoe. Ooh, that's some deep lines, man. You was putting land down. So they definitely listen to their mamas. Lot more, lot more. Real. Definitely, definitely. You know, see, you see, since I work at Blue Swag Studios, I was trying to get hired at, you know, I'm trying to get hired at, a, at, at my other job. You know, I need two jobs because, you know, I have, you know, I have children. Not necessarily for my loins, but I have children. So I need to make sure that my children are taken care of. So I'm trying to get my application put into the speak freely lock jaws on give good head. So I can, you know, I should have put my application in. So I'm, I'm working on my hosting skills right now at the Blue Swag Global Studio. <sighs> I understand, and that is wonderful. I mean, you know, that's what we're we're trying to make sure that we get that good experience, and you know, we're all kind of new to this and everything. But you know, as we work on it, we kind of grow and develop into our talents, and you know, everybody here is like extraordinarily talented, like that Eat Network, you know, Beast Nation, and Team Hungry, like, uh, yeah. We rocking that thing. So thank you all so much for uh, being here, supporting, and um, everything you do here at Blue Swag Global Inc. Radio. <laughs> thank you so much for even having me. This Tonight was a very expressive night, but I would have to say, before I do this special, <laughs> Special service announcements that Beast King told me to make sure that I did not forget. Do we have any new callers on the line that didn't have a chance to spit? If so, speak freely, unlock your jaws. We'd love to hear from you. If not, what we're going to close out with, we're going to do our closing announcements, and then to close out the show, we're going to have the wonderful, amazing, extravagant, luxurious Stacey Bright bring us home in the studio. If that's okay with you, Stacey. Well, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now, the lovely Panther, give me your hand one more time. You sure your your hand is so soft? Like you put, what kind of lotion is this? Hmm, it's hmm. I don't use lotion. I use cocoa butter. Hmm. You know the way that you say that. I just like the way she says cocoa butter. I know it wasn't lotion. Lotion doesn't feel like this. <laughs> You're a mess. Do you have any closing out statements, Feature? I just want to thank everybody who came out and supported us tonight. We appreciate it. And I love you guys. We love you, too. Love you, too, Panther. Now, how did you feel about the show, Beast King Coyote and uh, the wonderful Lady Parada? It was wonderful tonight. And I love just. You know, when the family comes together, we sit around the dinner table and 
crack jokes and do our poetry and stuff, so I really enjoyed this match. Hmm. And Blue Swag, do you have anything more to, that you want to say in, in, in the studio? Um, yes, definitely. You all are freaking phenomenal. Uh, I got to get in-depth <clears throat> with each one of you even more this evening, and it was an ultimate pleasure for it. <clears throat> Damn, my voice is like, no, I told you to hush. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me... Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> ah... <clears throat> Over there? <clears throat> okay. All right, I'm back now. Uh, yeah, my apologies. You know, I had to <clears throat> up in there. I was having a moment. My apologies. So, yeah, uh, you all have shown a different part of you tonight. Everybody has kind of been in rare form. This has been uh, powerful information with the interviews. Um, Stacy. Uh, you are exceptional thus far as I've seen you, so it's a pleasure getting to uh, know you through your ink and expressions even greater. Um, Ashley, that piece, oh, my goodness. I can't wait to hear it again. You caught me up. You had me rolling with you. I had a little brief interruption, unfortunately, so some of it I missed, but it's my promise to you that I'll get to it before the night is out and listen to that again, and I'll give you my full, you know, how we get together, do the one-on-one. I um, No you doubt about it. You know what? I'll do something special for you. Um, whenever you want me to, I'll do a special edition just for you. You and I just alone in your blue bubble, and I'll do the piece for you. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to it as soon as possible. Uh, one of my favorite poets you are, and you know you you shine brighter than the diamond, baby. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I love you. Mm-hmm. I said I love you. I love you too, Shugwoogle. <laughs> um, my Panther, you know, that piece is like, oh, my God, that's my favorite piece that you do. It touches the core of me and takes me through so many journeys. Um, and they're all so relatable, you know, like in the midst of listening. I like, I internalize when I hear poets uh, on the mic, I, I let you take me. I can't stand to do typing and everything in between. bothers me to have to sometimes. But, like, real talk, I like to just sit back and listen fully, close my eyes, and let you take me where you want to take me to. That piece takes me so close to God where I'm, I feel like I'm just sitting right there next to him. Like, am I even worthy of your heaven? Hmm. I, I thank you so much for doing that piece tonight. You helped make my day and my whole night. <laughs> and guess and what? It's almost day, ready. I almost got it memorized. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to see you do it. Uh, I'm excited. Yodio, Cariote, I love that piece. It was exceptional. Yeah, I'm Man, on high beam, watching your ink grow is, uh, whew, like, you're an exceptional talent, extraordinary talent. And um, the way you come in and tear a house down and pick it up, and it's like the party has begun. <laughs> 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 that there goes, oh, what can it do? Huh? Huh? Um, yeah. 
Well, you know, when I have a family full of teachers that's willing to teach me, I'll, I'll embrace anything that they throw at me. That's right. I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming for you, too, Coyote. I'm coming for you, too. Uh, <laughs> Three weeks from today. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you ready for one of the wildest beasts up in here? You know what I'm saying? I do the most randomest things. You never know. I might be blowing up my whole own hole just to get to you. <laughs> and, and the mic is yours to do it. You dig? And that's what I'm talking about. Tear it down, build it up, tear it down, whatever you need to do. And since I'm so sorry for interrupting you, but I had to catch him. You good, you good. You good. No apologies necessary at all, honey. You are so at home. (laughs) Do you? And (laughs) much appreciated. This is how we spread the love. This is what unification is in poetry. You know what I'm saying? We don't do this just to be doing it. We love the ink. We love expressions. We love sharing and providing services to others and being there for others, supporting others. So we welcome you and embrace you and the family. And when Beast King first sent me your pictures, I was like, and she's gorgeous. Oh, yay. How do we get you everywhere? <laughs> what you say? I hear you. you everywhere. <laughs> what was everywhere, love? I said flattery gets you everywhere. Ooh, juice, juice, well, it's real, you know what I'm saying? Um, appreciate it. But, yeah. Can Thank you so much. Oh, you are so very welcome. Yes, definitely. Appreciate you. And um, All of you. My follow me or you, you, ooh, you. I just want to pinch your ears and kiss your cheeks. Mwah, 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 mwah. Hi, boss. Well, thank you so much. You've made the cheese rosy like rosy, rosy boss. And we are good to go. Now, now, i got to set the stage in the program. These mics are extra shiny, and these seats are extra blue. Stacy, can I, can I get your hand for a minute, Stacy? Give me your hand. Wow, your hand is, oh, my goodness. It's like velvet. What is this on your skin? Hmm. Hmm. You smell. You smell like cinnamon. Cinnamon and 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 happiness. Wow. Listen, the knife is yours. All right. Obviously, your appetite has changed. Your feelings have rearranged. No matter you feel strange. Change everything about him that causes me to pain. Remove him from my heart before I begin loving him again. The emotional drain of his pain causes thoughts to clutter in my brain, causing my feelings to go insane. My whole heart I dedicated to him. Could it be that you and I were never meant to be? Do you know how much our love meant to me? To go from forever to never have it to me? Could it be we hold separate destinies? After all these years, shedding countless numbers of tears, overcoming fear. Too thick and thin, I've always been here, there, everywhere. I was the heart who truly cared about you and everything that we share. Nothing I've done can you ever compare. I wouldn't dare tear apart the love we once shared. The question now, is there room for repair? Obvious. Your appetite has changed. Your feelings have rearranged. Normality feels strange. Change. Strangely. Rearranged. Girl, in. 
Oh, my goodness. Do you see how she did it? I could see you spinning the piece, making the peanut butter jelly sandwich, and then smoothing the peanut butter out with your, with your knife. And, like, every word is just going faster and faster and smooth, like Gary Coleman's skin, because, you know, he can grow fresh hair. I enjoyed that piece. And because you spit that piece, Stacey, you know what I have for you? What's that? I have a bonus piece that Beast King Coyote is going to spit to get you ready for the, for three weeks. For three weeks from now, how be he's about to go, he's about to go Coyote on you. Coyote, come on now. Yes, baby. As I sit, I wait and wait, thinking, thinking. Thinking, waiting on the arrival of you, being next to me. Or maybe that's the coyote inside of me. You see, I've been thinking of you for a long time. And if you ask, I will stop everything at the drop of a dime. Just the thought of having you as mine in my world, <laughs> that would be perfectly fine. Thinking, 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 kissing from them lips. Down to the <laughs> down to the tips, running up and down your body with my fingertips, slowly reaching up to your ear, softly whispering, "Don't fear." I've only just begun. Are you ready for you and I to have a little fun? As as I sit here, I'm just thinking, thinking, thinking of you. This is John Hall, a.k.a. Beast King Coyote, N.E. Mm. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, that's how you drop jaws in the Blue Swag Global Studio. Now, as you vacate the building, we have... Treats and sweets that can't be beat. We got back massages that will knock you off your feet. And we also got that ain't no joke smoke that will leave your whole mind broke. This is just like that supernatural tote. I got it from Jamaica. Understand that. The original da da da. Yes. We got all that at the Blue Swag Global Studios. Come with us next week. When you have another wonderful surprise at Blue Swag Global Studios, I am your host for this evening and next week. By following your J, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Solomon. <laughs> we love you. Have a good night. Night. Have a wonderful night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye.